0: I'm Ethan Finn,
1: and I'm Chase Sanchez,
0: and welcome to the Think Tank. Welcome back to Think Tank Podcast. I'm your host, Ethan. And I'm your host, Chase. And today on the show, we got uh, another guest. This is like our third guest of 2021. Yeah. Um, and this should be a fun episode. Chase, who we got on the show?
1: We got Luke Yamashita. All right. Tell us a little bu- a little bit about yourself, Luke. Dude,
2: what's up, guys? I'm super excited to be on the podcast. Um, I was listening to it this week, just like preparing, and I'm a I'm a big fan. Um, but yeah, so my name is Luky um and I do stand up, um, you know, amateurly, uh, and soon I'm to be also professionally. Of...
0: Soon to be what?
2: So yeah, soon to be, soon to be yeah. professionally, of course. <laughs> yeah, um, and uh, I'm a part of Creatures of Impulse, which is like an improv group um, that's based in Pleasanton, uh, California. And so, you know, we do a bunch of different shows, uh, you know, at festivals or, you know, we have a, this, you know, amphitheater that we do it at. Um, and so, you know, just stuff like that that I'm into. So, yeah.
1: That's yeah. awesome. So, uh, we're definitely going to get into that. But first, we got a few questions for you. Okay, just cool. uh, So, the first one is, if you could, what would you tell everyone in the world right now? So it could be, like, something inspirational about, like, the time we're going through, like, motivation, really anything you want. Mm,
2: okay, what could I tell everybody in the world now? So I heard you, I was listening to the one with, uh, I don't know how to say his is it Dalton? Yeah. Yes, um, yeah. And you asked him that question, and I was like, I wonder what I would answer for that question. So I, my answer for that would probably be... Um, you know, not to be super focused on yourself and on everything that you're doing and, you know, your image and how you look and how, you know, you're being portrayed and stuff like that. But instead to be, you know, focused on God and focused on, you know, like his kingdom and how everything is working out for him. Um, And I say this just because I feel like there's a lot of stress and anxiety when we exalt ourselves to the position of God, because then, you know, we can never meet that standard, right? So then we're always disappointed with ourselves. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I feel like God always meets that standard. So taking our eyes off ourselves relieves a lot of stress. So
0: for sure. No, that's awesome. Um, I think that one of the biggest things that we tend to do is we tend to, we just, you know, like you were saying, we just put it all on ourselves and try to measure up. Um, Yeah. Obviously we can't measure up. And so, uh, it's one of those things where that's not, that's not a, not, that's not to say that we should, you know, go out and intentionally do not try wrongful things and just be like, well, I'm never going to be as, (laughs) but, um, it is to say that we shouldn't put all of our stock into like trying to be perfect because no one will ever be perfect. So that's super good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and then my first question for you is, um, what is one of your biggest regrets in life?
2: What's one of my biggest regrets in life? That's a good question. Um, so I think one of the things that I regret the most was uh, kind of around middle school, like sixth, seventh grade. Um, I'm only a freshman, so I don't have too many big ones now. But like,
1: oh, okay. kind of. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I mean, ask me again in five years and there'll probably be a bunch. But like um, back in, you know, se- sixth and seventh grade, I I really kind of just, you know, was just jacking around and doing whatever I wanted to do and not really... I don't know, just putting a lot of value into my life just because it was like, you know, I'm going to, you know, do whatever feels good, do whatever fun. And then, you know, I kind of got a wake up call like a, like a year, year and a half ago. And I was like, shoot, like I need to start actually being productive in my life. And, you know, we only have a short time here. So figure out what I want to do um, and, you know, grow closer to God because we never know. Right. When that moment is whether either he comes back or we die and then, you know, we're held responsible for what we've been doing. So definitely just my biggest regret is probably just like, you know, not taking things too seriously. And as a comedian, I'm obviously not a person who takes things that seriously. But like, <laughs> I, I guess I my regret was not taking anything seriously um, and, you know, not asking myself difficult questions and not like facing up to those things. So
0: yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's super good. I, that's like really wise too. Cause, um, you know, a lot of people don't get their lives together ever. <laughs> um, and some right, people right, don't right. get it together till later. And then they'll, they look back and they're like, man, I wasted yeah. my teenage years and my
2: yeah 20
0: something yeah. years, you know? So yeah. that, if you can get that like nailed into your head, like early, is that like, you know, mm-hmm. what I do matters and I do need to, you know, be intentional with my actions, then, you know, the better your life's going to be because You'll be more successful.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's good. Totally. So, second question for me is uh, funniest moment. Is what? Funniest moment. It could be like through comedy or just anything. Something that's super super funny that happened.
2: Oh, funniest moment. Yeah. Okay, so this one is is like it's an embarrassing moment, but I think it's a super funny story. So, uh, not so last february i was going to this pink floyd cover band concert and, and now that i think of it i think i told you when i was there i don't remember but i i was like i'm at this concert right now and i was i was it, it was a cover band so it's not like the actual band but they're just you know redoing their songs and stuff yeah and during this period i was going through a lot of like anxiety like spiritually like i don't know it was just a really weird kind of time so i we, we we went into the to, to the concert and Pink Floyd's music is is really really weird right like it's I guarantee you they were high every time they wrote a song Um, their music is just like really trippy so we were sitting there and it was kind of freaking me out and there was all these weird like pictures on the screen screen and there was everybody you know in the rows next to us was like making animal noises and like (laughs) like like hitting each other and taking off their clothes and stuff so I was like freaking out I was like what's
1: going on here this is
2: really weird and so
1: some right there
2: yeah yeah it was it was weird and they were like cussing me out and they didn't even know me and food at me and stuff and I'm obviously exaggerating but it was like a weird crowd is what yeah. I'm trying to say and then um they have this one song and it's called the machine and it has this really creepy opening where it's like welcome to the machine and so I was sitting there and I started freaking out and for some reason I was like, I feel like there's like some demonic influence over this right now. So I was freaking out. I thought Satan was there. And so I got out from my seat and I was like, what am I going to do? I don't want to be in this like main theater because it's freaking me out. So I walked out the back and I wasn't going to just go chill with the ticket people. So I went and I went to the bathroom and I sat down.
1: It's like how the sales are going.
2: So I I shut the stall and I'm sitting there and my hands are sweating and I'm freaking out. I thought Satan was about to walk in and like kill me. And so, and then I hear the door open. This is a true story. I'm not joking, it's a true story. And then I hear this deep dark voice say, Luke, it is your destiny. (laughs) And I was like, what the heck? and my so it was my grandparents who took me to this concert and i knew it wasn't them yeah and my brother was there and the voice was too deep to be his so i was like oh my gosh it's satan i it's literally sa- thought satan was about to jump
0: over the stall and stab he found me, in the me. Pitchfork. i don't know how but he found me <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly
2: so i was freaking out i was praying my hands are sweating i didn't have my pants down but i you know i was going to the bathroom um, and so I was sitting here and then you know he says it again he goes luke it is your destiny and then he says this and i'll never forget this he goes luke i am your father and it's like and then i look under the stalls and i see this like pair of adidas and it was some guy in the bathroom who thought he was alone so he was like reciting star wars to himself (laughs) i thought i thought it was satan and so I don't know. It's like a funny story, but there's also a good message because I feel like we often make the devil a lot scarier than he actually is. So, you know, that's my funny That is so <laughs> funny.
0: It's, it's funny because yeah. he has no idea what your name is. Yeah, and yeah. I exactly. you know, yeah, like exactly. the chances yeah. of that are happening, yeah. too. <laughs> yeah. He was yeah, honestly was probably on something, too, while he was in the bathroom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? It was Pink
2: Floyd content, so
0: probably. Yeah. That is funny. That's good. Yeah. Um,. And then my final question for you today is – oh, I just lost it. I think I remember what it was. It is, um, what is something you wish you knew when you were younger that you know now?
2: What's something that I wish I knew when I was younger? Um, well, I, I guess this question – or my answer kind of relates to uh, you know, what I said about what do I regret the most in my life. Um, I think during that time, I really just wish – that I I knew more about, you know, what it means to, you know, follow Jesus and what it takes to have that type of life and how it's not like a walk in the roses. And it's not like, you know, you know, just hanging out and like having a pancake breakfast with Jesus. It's like Definitely. you're going out and you're doing the type of stuff that he did. Um, and I guess, you know, and if he's our example and he was crucified, what does that mean for us? Right. And so like, yeah. as, as a person i wish i you know had somebody to tell me you know it isn't easy and so you know you have to make the decision you're either going to do it or you're not going to do it and it's it's not like you know if you don't measure up or if you don't follow god good enough you're not going to get into heaven but it's like you know jesus said you know like you have to make the decision before you get into it because a builder doesn't build his house before he knows like uh, if he has enough materials, uh, and so in the same way, you know, we don't go follow Jesus unless we know we're up for the task. So, that's something I wish I knew.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, I, something. You, the other thing that that reminded me of was just that, like, you know, a lot of times we go in like a summer camp or like a mission trip, and then we come back and we're like, we're like super hyped about it, and yeah. so it's like mm-hmm. really easy to just you know be like super open and broad about your faith, and then that kind of fades away and then you're like you don't want it anymore or like not you don't want it anymore but like you know that the hype dies down and so a lot of people end yeah. up like leaving after that because they they're not feeling the same they're not feeling you know like the powerful experience yeah. that you feel on a mission trip every day of their life and so yeah. they then when something you know when they start to face like challenges and trials and they're like oh wait a minute i don't want this this isn't easy like, it's like well yeah, yeah it's not easy like it can't just be fun yeah. and games you know Um, yeah exactly so yeah that's super good
2: yeah i think that's something also that is like it's of course on those people but it's also on what we teach right definitely and oftentimes like i know me and chase have talked about this a little bit it's like let's bring in as many people as we can let's get like hundreds of people to raise their hands at the decision ceremony or whatever it is and it's like you know it's like come on follow jesus it's gonna fix all your problems (sighs) and then they're like i didn't sign up for this that's not what they sold to me so
0: 100 percent. yeah yeah, that kind of goes into like the whole like different types of churches. Um, you know, yeah. th- there's like the, the surface level churches where everything they, they preach is just sort of like the feel good messages. It's like they don't really teach the crux of the gospel because it's all just, you know, well, Jesus loves you, so you're chilling. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like, yeah. Just follow meeting. God, man. Yeah, it's, it's okay. <laughs> just give your life yeah, to Him. They, it's fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, one, like, of the, just, one of the guests we had on is actually um, one of our old small group leaders, um, Dax, and he has a YouTube channel, yeah. obviously, where he, you know, makes, um, Christian content and he did a video just like that where there's, you know, the, especially the modern church in, in America is just very surface level. And like, yeah, it's the, it, that you're not really deep in your faith because then those people it's, it's just to attract new people. Like the whole point of the church is right. just to grow. Yeah. It's not to actually yeah. like, like I'd rather ha- have a church and attend a church where there's like 10 people who are like super devoted than a church with a yeah. thousand people that are they just show up once a, once a year or once a week.
1: Yeah, exactly. I think it yeah. kind of starts though too, like, because of course we want more people to come, so right, they're right. trying to make them seem as like open with sure, as yeah. possible. But then they kind of like not bend the rules, but maybe leave some stuff out. You know, when yeah. they're saying mm-hmm. like, yeah, oh, it's like maybe they don't say how hard it's gonna be, or like they don't yeah. m- ever mention like temptation.
0: Definitely. So like,
1: yeah, and yeah, and right, then right. that's, it ends up leading to that where it's a bunch of like half-hearted kind of like faiths. Yeah. So like, it's, it's sad though too, cause it's like, we all want, it's not like there's bad, it's bad church. It's just, they want other people so badly, but what they don't rec- realize is that they're sacrificing like a real relationship because they're yeah, just trying yeah. to reach so mm-hmm. many people and just like get so many
0: people to st- keep coming back and back. Yeah. Yeah. And they, you know, yeah. it's it, they, or they'll leave like certain things out. Yeah. That are, um, that are crucial to being a Christian because the topics are controversial or it's, yeah, it's not popular with, you know, the mainstream. And yeah. so it's like, well, we're not going to talk about this stuff because we don't want people to leave. So mm. we'll just leave, yeah, we'll exactly. just leave this part out. Like, we like this part of God, but we don't yeah. like this part. So, right. Yeah.
2: And and then it, it doesn't become Jesus anymore. It's exactly. Like yep. My middle class constructed Jesus. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's not Jesus. That's, not Jesus. Yeah. that's like, that's Jesus plus donuts. <laughs> I mean, it's like, right. For sure. 100%. And I, yeah.
1: Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So, I really like your comedy. I know you sent me that one video. Super good. And you said you'd <laughs> yeah, you're thanks. doing some at like festivals and stuff. Like, tell us about that
2: yeah yeah so the video that i sent you i'm doing a ted talk for my school and yeah so it's it's something that i signed up for it's not like they're like hey you're really funny let's get you but like you got a nice bag um, for it huh yeah exactly exactly um and so i was like i saw that they were you know wanted performers and i was like shoot whatever i'll do it and then i was like oh wait this is this is not going to be in person and so I was like, whatever, I'll just try it because I'm not doing it for them. I'm doing it for me. So I was like, okay, you know, I'm going to work on it. And I, and I started losing confidence in how well I was going to do. And it's not because like my material wasn't good, but it's, it's, it was just because like, I believe that comedy is something and especially standup is something that is only experienced in like a room full of like a lot of people or at least more than one person. Right. Yes, sure. And yeah. so. I, I was like, as, as I was working through it, I was like, I, I don't know if I can do this. So I emailed the guy and I was like, here's the deal. Like, if you really, really want me to do comedy, I'll do my best and I'll do it. But instead, here's a video of me talking about, you know, why I believe comedy is important and like three truths about comedy. So it was more like of a normal Ted talk instead of like a performance. Mm -hmm. And so I'm still waiting to hear back from him to to see whether or not, you know, he's cool
1: with that. But yeah. Dang. That's like, that's so cool.
0: That is, I mean, just the opportunity to be able to do something like that, um, is, is really cool. Uh, how long have you, you been doing comedy?
1: So,
2: um, I, I started, uh, doing like writing my own material like a couple years ago so probably like three or four um but i've been listening to comedy since i was like nine or ten years. oh no yeah
1: he's he's been listening to comedy for a long time i remember that i remember when we yeah. go on like trips you'd always be showing me like i think it was jim gafkin was like one of your favorites jim right? Gaffigan, yeah dude
2: he's a man <laughs> <laughs> um but i remember so it was elijah hagan who introduced me to stand-up comedy i don't know chase knows who i'm talking about but um he showed me like uh, you know, this Brian Regan joke and I thought it was hilarious. And so I, you know, went to iTunes and I, you know, I bought that special and I listened to it. I was like, this is hilarious. And obviously I didn't understand all the jokes, but I just thought it was entertaining. And so I, I started branching out and listening to more people. And then in sixth grade, I was like, okay, well, you know, people say I'm funny and I, I love speaking in front of crowds and I love to talk, and you guys are like, yeah, we can tell, <laughs> but you know, I love to talk, and so I was like, you know, let me just try it. So I've been writing my material since then, and I've done, you know, a couple small things that obviously I'm not getting paid for, but you know, there's a there's a comedy club in Pleasanton that I've been wanting to go to for a while, but there's an age restriction, and it's like, I what? can't be, I go there and, yeah, yeah, so it's just like how it's, it's like a bar. Right? Oh, it's like okay, you can yeah, go in it unless it's because
0: so. a lot of the content is, uh, Yeah. Yeah, I figured you know, it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, it's, yeah. exactly. It, it isn't so, necessarily
1: a Tate-friendly, huh, huh, Like
0: Right,
2: yeah, yeah, it's not, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then last year I started doing improv, which is like- Yeah, oh, unscripted yeah, did yeah. acting. Yeah. And, yeah, and that's really fun. So I I started just, like, taking, like, a class, and then they held auditions for this one show um, that it, it was going to be done with a, a high school group, and I was like, sweet, I'll do it. So I auditioned and we had the show like last February um, and it was, it was a great time. Um, and the cast is super cool. Think of like, you know, a bunch of people who are like me. And so obviously yeah. that was super cool to be around those people. Definitely. Um, and then, uh, you know, I, I was cast in, in season 14, this at the beginning of this year. And so, yeah, that's what I'm doing now.
1: Hey, I, you might have already said this, but how long have you been doing that for? Or when did you start it? Start doing it.
2: Improv? Yeah, yeah. So I've been doing that since like early last year. So now, oh, okay, um,
0: okay, okay. Yeah, that's super cool. Yeah, yeah, I um, I I used to do like a few plays here and there when I was younger, like a like younger. Right. Like the last one I did, I was probably like fifth grade or sixth grade, but um, okay. obviously not the same as improv because everything is scripted. But uh yeah it i I, that was like a really cool opportunity i remember like as a young kid like i really wanted to be an actor like i just thought that was so cool and i obviously didn't understand the ins and outs of it and you know yeah how how to rise into you know being an actor but that i mean there's just something about like performing live and i i think that that is something like that's why it's like been a staple for hundreds of years yeah like, like
1: since it was a thing yeah pretty much yeah like shakes going all the way back to like shakespeare oh, yeah. and stuff is yeah, because just yeah.
0: like people crave like that live entertainment and there's yeah. something about it when you get to see someone's like raw talent up there it's like really cool exactly so that's yeah. awesome
1: it's probably and it's like such an adrenaline rush for like everyone like, even the audience too if it's yeah. like if it's if it's yeah. funny and everyone's yeah. just like yeah. laughing dude yeah. it's, it's like so fun
0: for sure yeah exactly
2: and that's the reason why i was like I don't know if I want to do the the the, the uh, TED Talk because there's no audience. Yeah. Right? And you lose all the stuff that you're talking about, which is, you know, really what comedy is about, right? So. For sure. You know.
1: Yeah, comedy has to be like almost fifty percent like crowd response too. Oh like, yeah. I feel like
0: everyone feeds off oh, that. Oh yeah, totally. You gotta read the room, you know. Like totally. I, I feel like right? also that's gotta be really hard because it's you have time to time. um you have to be able to like gauge your jokes based on how the audience is responding yeah. so even if you have like a routine like you can't just stick to it like yeah you can't just yeah. yeah yeah because yeah. if people are like if you you know start a whole joke thing because you know like stand-up comedy like it's not just one ju- like one liner and uh-huh. then you move next joke it's like yeah. it's a whole yeah you know, it's like yeah. a thing yeah. yeah so if you start it and people aren't really taking it well then you gotta like go to the next yeah, thing. yeah. it's like it, i don't know it's such a really like hard art form that it, i feel it's like so like much more than like, like people be, like, think like, like, like a, people real
1: have even told me like you're funny just go do stand-up i'm like it's, like... it's that's, that's not as easy yeah, as you think it yeah. is like it gives you so much more yeah. respect for other people i'm like yeah you think i could just walk up and crack a few jokes exactly and it's, like, right, it's yeah. not like, Why it's did not that simple across the road you know yeah
2: <laughs> yeah exactly yeah i agree i mean like one thing that i've noticed is i think there's a lot of people out there who are funnier than me like my best friend adrian you have you've, you've obviously you met adrian before chase but you know he's mm-hmm. He's a super funny guy. And at times I'm like, this guy is really funny. And and I'm like, I'm, I'm the same way. I'm like, dude, you should do improv or you should do stand-up or something like that. And he's like, no, bro, that's not me. And so even though, you know, some people might not be funnier, it's like it's so much more than just are you funny. It's like. Mm-hmm.
1: Totally. It's, I think it's a special yeah, type of funny too. Yeah. Like yeah. It's, it's just, I don't know how to describe it, but some people are just like funny in the moment kind of thing. Yeah. Um. but I don't know There's. A, it's like a real it's a different talent to be able to make people laugh on stage I would say yeah. it's a totally different thing than just like a conversation like kind of funny guy for sure because like 99% of those dudes is free to put up on stage like yeah. you couldn't expect anything I, I know. mean it's different
0: right. I think because people that go to like stand-up comedy are expecting things to be funny yeah that's true so it's like yeah. they're, they're really expecting you to make them laugh uh-huh. whereas like if we're having a conversation and you crack a joke it's gonna catch me off guard and I'm gonna laugh at it yeah. because it's like yeah. It's like right. oh that was right. good like yeah. you thought about yeah that. But, you know, people are coming in with these expectations of you. They don't know you. And then, and so it's like, it's a whole thing, you know? So.
1: Sometimes what kind of makes me mad, though, is even when they have the expectation, they laugh at anything. True. Some people, it's like, dude, that honestly wasn't that funny. But, like, just because you're a comedian, everyone's going to laugh at it, kind of thing.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: I've always thought it was interesting. Oh, go ahead.
2: Yeah, no, no, go ahead. Go
0: ahead. Go ahead. I I was just going to say, I always think it's interesting how, you know, comedians are able to, like, blend. The jo- you know it's not just like okay now i'm doing this joke on this i'm doing this one bit on uh-huh. yeah you it's know, all... this thing and now i'm gonna yeah. go to this thing it's like it all kind of goes as like a, it's like a
1: painting in a yeah, way where it's all yeah. together it's not yeah. uh like put it in boxes mm-hmm. it's not like all it's on a, fluid you yeah know? it's They're, all yeah
0: because they, they they'll start talking about something and then it'll just bleed so into the next suddenly bit, like and i just like, like smoothly minute. switch into like yeah 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 that's yeah, it. yeah i think that's
2: that but, yeah that's one of the biggest challenges i think in running comedy is like i i feel like sometimes my my transition doing into an into a next joke is like it's just like like a chuckle and then i start going on and i'm like that's just that's not good it's uh-huh. like it's right like you said it's it's not a comic book it's a painting right and so exactly. it's not in little boxes it's like in like it's like an art it's an art form so yeah
0: yeah definitely i don't know if you know who uh do you know who tim hawkins is yeah, I love Tim Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if you've ever seen him live, but um, I, I've seen him live uh, one or two times, and he oh, that's he's awesome. he's just really funny. He was really at like twice, right? Yeah, he's yeah. been at Bass Side before. Um, but you know, he says like all the like every time he's doing a show. I mean, who knows? This is probably true. He says it all the time. But you know, like people always tell him, "Oh, you're so funny." Like, how do you come up with these jokes? And he's he's like, "These are just things that happened in my life, and I just write about them. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't like yeah. make these things up and like." I mean, obviously, he, like, he's written songs and stuff that are yeah. funny, but, like, yeah. the experiences that he talks about and stuff are just his, like, real life and how he, his mind, like, turns it into something funny. And so that, I feel like yeah. that's sort of, a, like, I think for comedians, too, is where, you know, they're not, like, writing jokes in the same way that, like, we might try to come up with a joke. It's, like, it's just something happens in their life and they take something funny yeah. out of it. So. Yeah,
1: yeah. One thing that and- I don't... T- uh yeah no go ahead, go
2: ahead one go thing
1: ahead. to add on about that too, though too is like it's i don't know if this is just the one comedian i listened to but when i i thought he was super funny and when i listened to his other stuff it was the exact same jokes and it was like oh he just oh, says the same yeah. thing every time kind of thing yeah. so that was kind of sad so that also define like makes a difference between it and the people that can get up on stage and be funny is it, are they saying the same jokes? True. Or is it different every yeah. time, too? That was, like, one thing I didn't realize. I'm like, oh, this guy just says the same thing every single, like, show. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, that's, like, no fun because then you just listen to one where all these, like, the big names. You heard one, is, you heard them all. Yeah, like, big <laughs> yeah. names, they always say different stuff. So, yeah. like, the, the talent to be able to create new things, too, because, obviously, you're going to eventually run out of experiences in your life that are funny. Exactly. So, if you can't keep thinking of new things, then you're just going to be stuck saying the same that's seven, true. whatever it is yeah yeah, yeah. that's
0: true how do yeah. you uh how so do you come up... oh i'm sorry <laughs> we keep <get> it around <laughs> yeah. <yet. laughs> yeah go, go ahead. ahead no no you go yeah go you ahead. Go. go ahead no i'm
2: I'm good i don't have anything to say <laughs> <laughs> okay
0: um how do you like come up with new material is it is it like challenging for you like do you often like have like a writer's block the same way like an author might have or is it does it come pretty naturally
2: yeah i definitely do have a writer's block um one, one place, and I talk about, you know, Chase, your brother, Cooper, he's a rapper. Oh, yeah. And he's like, I come up with my best stuff when I'm in the shower. And I'm Dude, like, that really is so means. true. That is the <laughs> most
1: truest thing ever said on this podcast. <laughs> like, I
2: come up with my best stuff when I'm in the shower. But, yeah. And so, you know, like, the way that I write my material is just, so I feel like everybody has their own style, right? Some people, it's like storytelling, right? Like you said, Tim Hawkins just takes experiences from his life, and he shares them. And so that Pink Floyd story is part of my standup. And obviously I add more jokes and funny stuff. So it's not just like a boring story, but it's like, you know, with spice in it and stuff. And then I do like observational comedy, which is like, you know, you ever notice how people always laugh when somebody says we're having technical difficulties? Like that's not funny. And so stuff like that, like it's not that's obviously not one of my jokes, but talking about stuff that I notice that is like you know, that's like strange or that's weird. Um, and so, you know, and also writing about like what's going on in our current time. And even though that can, it's hard talking about anything without people, you know, calling you a racist oh, or whatever. Yeah. And so dude, I try to be <laughs> as careful as I can, Yeah, but it's like, I'm, I'm a comedian, not a politician. Right. So, right. Right.
0: Totally. you know, I, yeah. Um, that's something really good to talk about here. Yeah. Um, I feel like sort of it, the whole like modern, um, I guess being politically correct, I'm gonna say it, um, has sort of ruined comedy, yeah, uh- because anything and everything that you've ever said is now on the stand, and it's like, yeah, it's like you know, I, I can't even make a joke from you know 20 years ago without you know people coming after me and trying to cancel me, mm-hmm. and so the, yeah. I think comedians have a really tough, um, battle with that today mm-hmm. because, yeah, you know, a lot of comedy. A lot of what people find funny is offensive humor and not because people are trying to be mean or actually offensive, but just because, right. you know, I don't know. I think it's a lot it. of
1: time. It's offensive humor towards them too. Like True. their yeah. beliefs where 100%. it's like, so it's not right. even necessarily like the, whatever they like disagree, whoever they disagree with. It's a lot of the times I feel like it's towards them that when they think it's funny. Yeah,
0: definitely. But yeah. now yeah. in 2021, it's, you know, comedy is, is that a place where it's like, you can only make these certain jokes. You can only yeah. do this. Otherwise... You know, you're like you were saying, you're a racist, you're sexist, whatever. And so yeah, I feel like yeah. that's got to be really hard because, you know, I feel like comedians really should just be like, you know what? I'm that this is my job. Like you said, I'm a comedian, not a politician. I'm not supposed to be up here trying to, you know, appease the left and the right. Like, I'm just making jokes. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I really yeah. hate that whole battle. Like, it doesn't, I it, it doesn't matter. Like, it, it, right. What, why does it? Why do you care? And yeah, that's got to be like almost scary, too, to think like, oh, oh if yeah. I make one wrong joke. Yep. that the crowd isn't yeah, like it is. it's it is, like hey, yeah. i it could just this it could be like i could be canceled or whatever you want to call it yeah yeah it's
0: uh it's tough for sure
2: yeah and especially like in improv for me because it's like if i'm doing stand-up and i come up with something that i think is funny but then you know i think about it for a minute and i'm like oh yeah they just take it the wrong way if i say that i can fix it True. but if i'm doing improv my gut instinct is to say whatever I think is funny Yeah. because if I stall, then it's not, it just dies. That's a really good point. Yeah. So it's tough. And you know, like what you were saying, it's just like, I talk about, you know, myself, right? Like how I'm Japanese. Um, but you know, I don't fit all of the stereotypes, right? I'm not that smart. I'm not, you know, whatever. And Uh then I, so I think it is a lot about like, you know, Making fun of yourself and, and not the audience,
1: right? Yeah, yeah, of course. Some people they'll go hard on the audience, though. i was saying, like, there's roasting I, yes. like front row people. Yeah, and I, some of the stuff <laughs> is like, is like,
0: obviously, I'm, I'm not like in favor of you know canceling anyone, but like some, of the, some of the stuff is saying, I'm like, dang, you said that like on live TV. It's like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, not that right, I would ever right, cancel anyone, but just like, I can't believe that someone had the balls to say that. <laughs> um, yeah, 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 but I feel like that is also a place where you can really thrive. Again, back to the whole audience thing is like, you know, depending on how an audience is, is playing on it, you know, you could totally pick on someone who's, you know, if someone's like not laughing or whatever, just be like, oh, look at this grump in the front row or something. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, yeah. It's like, um, So that's good. <laughs> but the whole improv thing, I was just thinking that's got to be really hard because you don't have time to like put a filter on it or like correct it. It's like yeah, in the it moment. comes out. Yeah. So, yeah, I would definitely have a problem with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, it's like like this is live. You can't do anything. Like you can't right. edit me. You can't mute what I just said. Like there's, <laughs> there's none of that. This is can't live. Cut that one out.
0: <laughs> yeah, for I sure. can
2: threaten like the people who are like I can threaten like city of Pleasanton. Like nope, don't come out here. I'm gonna say something political, or, you know, <laughs> and they can be like you know please don't. They're at my mercy. I'm live.
1: You know? <laughs> you're in power now. <laughs>
0: exactly. So
2: I mean that's kind of true. Like when you're on stage, it's like. I could say something that will make everybody hate this institution that I'm at right now. Like if I say Donald Trump is the best president we've ever had, like that will ruin yeah. My-
1: next thing you know, sixty percent of the crowd just hates you. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, so it's dangerous for sure.
0: Yeah, that's so funny. Oh man! Yeah. So when you do your improv, is it do they like record it?
2: Um. Yeah. So we're uh we're doing a virtual season right now. We're in the oh, Bay gotcha. Area, which is like crazy lockdown yeah um and so so we do uh we do record um our some of our online shows the ones that are uh you know like available to the public and then some of them we do for just like specific groups so it's like if middle schoolers want to come and like hang out with the you know the the cast and like you know just you know do some improv with them then you know we don't post that stuff but like there is stuff on the internet and i want to i'm gonna put in a little plug here there's a there's a youtube channel called pleasanton live okay and you know the guy who runs our improv group his name is mark um runs that youtube channel and he interviews different people kind of like this um but we were on that and part of the cast was on that so
0: yeah. yeah that's super cool yeah i'm glad that they're having stuff open for you guys to do that's good um, right. Yeah, it's so nice. Yeah, for sure. But so, you're being recorded. So even the pressure is on even more, you know, you're just sitting there like, <laughs> yeah, right. <you> know, <laughs> he's
1: like, before you when start, all right, example. don't screw up, buddy.
0: We're alive. <laughs>
2: <laughs> right. Right. Definitely. When I made the example of Trump, I was like, oh man, I should I have said
0: that. <laughs> I, I mean, you could have inserted anyone here, you know, like if I feel like yeah, yeah. nowadays, I mean, especially Trump, but like if you say anybody, like it's gonna, some there's gonna be it's, someone yeah, out there who's gonna well, be like,
1: "Thanks for giving us that one one star review, Luke. Great, is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. Yeah, exactly. Now we're canceled. So yeah. this is the last episode yeah. <laughs> of Think Tank Podcast. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs>
0: it was me. I did. hope you enjoyed the run. <laughs> it was me. Yeah. Guilty.
2: We had it good, but then we said Trump, and it was over. That's know? it.
0: I mean, in all fairness, we have rough, I mean, the conspiracy episode we just had. Like, I feel like if we were going to get canceled for anything, it'd be that yeah. because also we've kind of, um, we've kind of harped on big tech quite a bit. So. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that our podcast yeah. is even out there. Yeah. We're probably p- shadow banned <laughs> across <laughs> all like yeah. accounts now. Everyone's like, do you take podcasts? Yeah. What the heck is that? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny.
1: Oh, were those the guys who had the conspiracy? <laughs> I hate
0: those
1: guys. <laughs> <laughs> they are the ones that probably caused like the whole stock like thing. The whole GameStop deal. <laughs>
0: those people broke into the yeah. Capitol. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah yeah
1: it was them they did it
0: (laughs) that's crazy that's hilarious um so do you like see yourself taking like improv and or comedy to the next level like do you want to do this like full time
2: i mean i like to be honest with you i would love to um i i think it's just such a hard field to break into and i was kind of talking to my mom about about this and she's like it's going to be really hard, Luke. And I was messing with like, okay, you can just tell me you don't believe in me. She's like, no, no. <laughs> She's like that's like, good
1: content right there. <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly. Exactly. And and so she was like, I mean, how many people do we know that are, are, yeah. are paid stand-up comedians? True. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, I know one guy and I I had like one interaction with him and he's a paid stand-up comedian. But mm-hmm. it's there's, a, there's another point where it's like Jim Gaffigan says this about surgeons, but it's also true for comedians. And it's, you know what happens to the bad comedians? They don't become comedians. Right. Um, and so it's like, I, I'm going to do my best to break into the field. And if it doesn't work, then it doesn't work. And yeah. that's something that I need to accept, I guess. But,
1: what, yeah. What would be like the dream future of this, you think? Um, being on
2: Saturday Night Live. would be Ooh. Being on Saturday Night Live and doing just stand-up.
0: So, dude yeah. that would be so cool yeah uh, yeah i've always thought about yeah. that so like people, being on like kimmel or yeah. like jimmy fallon or like any of those oh, just man, just yeah. to get the opportunity to yeah like be on the show would yeah. be insane yeah. sit in
1: that chair yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah sit in that
2: chair man there that chair is the dream <laughs>
0: <laughs> dude you could be the next uh chris farley
2: yeah dude Hopefully, because hopefully not, because he OD'd at like twenty-seven. That's <laughs> but,
0: true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, hopefully not. I'd love but, to be Chris Martin.
2: Times two, you know, so you got yeah, 40, 54 yeah. years now.
0: Hopefully, you don't live in exactly. a van down by the river. Just <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly. Oh man, that's my favorite sketch. That's <laughs> so sketch. good.
0: Oh yeah, I I feel like Saturday Night Live now really needs like some funny people. I feel like recently, like there's, like they've gotten a little bit better, but I feel like the last couple years I was watching, I'm just like. This is not even funny. Well,
1: they went on like a celebrity run with like David Dobrik. It's like they had David Dobrik yeah, on Saturday Night uh, Live. Uh, might have been, G- actually, it was one of those. I don't know.
0: Some YouTuber. It Did was really? one of those
1: like kind of shows like that. Um, Charlie D'Amelio. <laughs> oh <laughs> Can gosh! You imagine that? Don't even get me started oh, on Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't have said that either. If if I I
0: They're all coming for us. All that now the TikTokers are after us. Who else can be pissed That's the off most like toxic that's...
1: thing right there. Is a the TikTokers, dude. Yeah. yeah,
0: definitely. Are you on TikTok, by the way?
2: No, I'm not on TikTok. I'm not on any social media. Luke's
0: jokes as a... gotcha. So it can be gone. dude. It can I feel be... like someday that could be huge for you. TikTok
1: cause... is by far yeah. the easiest yeah. app to blow up on. Yeah, like 100%. ever created. Yeah, it, it's ridiculous. Yeah,
2: I think, I think as as I kind of move along farther, I'm probably gonna think about that. But I, I just i think like for me like stand up like like okay like the video that i sent you chase mm-hmm. the one where i just was using my microphone and i have an amp so i can you know practice and it's like amplified so it's like gives me more of an idea what of what my material is actually going to sound like yeah i feel like i might be able to do that on TikTok, but without the laugh it seems weird so if i have a bunch of recordings of me doing a live show yeah then that's when i seriously consider definitely you know, posting some of those clips and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The,
1: the TikTok clips are definitely like kind of 10, 15 second, like funniest parts of it would be. But what I love yeah, about TikTok yeah. is it's like you post it and like, no matter what you're guaranteed to have people like random people see it. So like, that's, right. what's like crazy yeah. about it yeah. is like, no matter how many followers you have or whatever, you're guaranteed to have your content put out for others to see. Yeah. And right. if I'm honest,
0: like I, when I had to, I guess, I mean, we got TikTok again now for the podcast. Yeah. But when I had it, my own personal account, um, I I saw a lot of comedians on TikTok that yeah. I had no idea who they were, and I was and it was just like um, little clips of them actually, you know, doing their stand up at like nightclubs or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this guy's pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. And so then I go to YouTube and then I like watch his little yeah. sketch, and I was just like, that like that that's how you meet people and stuff. Because yeah. it's it's quick. and yeah. It like gets your attention. Yeah. Um, we've talked about this before, but like YouTube for me. Like my, unless it's something that I'm really interested in, my attention span on YouTube is no, no more than like 10 or 12 minutes just because mm-hmm. like, I don't want to sit yeah. there and watch it. Yeah. But yeah, if like fast forwarding yeah, through right. a lot of it. Yeah. But then like on TikTok, it's like super quick. Yeah. If you was. just post something that grabs mm-hmm. your attention, then it's like, now you got me hooked. Yeah. And it's all it takes. Yeah. Um, so that's super, super yeah. good. Um, I had something else I wanted to say about, about it and now I forgot what it was. I hate that
1: that's fine but yeah tiktok is like i don't know it's just a different i would say the hardest app to get like big is instagram because it's only your followers even if you have an open account yep so i would definitely advise to you if if you could only get one of them or like a place to start off it would definitely would definitely be tiktok
0: yeah instagram really i think the based on my research like the best the only way that you can really grow um exponentially on instagram is if you you know, um, link a Facebook account and then do promotions of your posts. Yeah. And and I've even done it. Um, I used to run a podcast with my cousin and I, I tried it a couple of times. I was like, we need to get like noticed and stuff. We weren't doing super hot at the time. And so I was like, I'll just like do a paid promotion for this post. Mm -hmm. And I did it and it got a bunch of likes because people saw it in their, Mm -hmm. in their feed, but no, no, like hardly any new follows and stuff. And so I think, yeah, Instagram is definitely a tough one to, to, um, to get noticed on, but yeah, TikTok for sure. I remember when I got my t- first TikTok, um I like made a couple like stupid little videos and <laughs> the first one I posted got on my for you page and or uh, people's for <laughs> you page and I got like 500 likes and I was yeah. like what the heck? Like I don't I only have like yeah. 30 followers. What the uh-huh. heck is this? Yeah. And so it's just yeah. like it's all about um it's all about it's just random, I feel like.
1: Yeah, I don't really know yeah. you don't really know how to explain it. It's yeah. just I don't know their algorithm, to yeah. be honest. But. The algorithm is the most confusing thing I've ever <laughs> tried to debunk yeah. or whatever. Like, oh, if I yeah, post I it at this time too. or yeah. something,
0: but no. Yeah, right, 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 right. That's for sure. Um, yeah, I was going to – I remember what I was – I guess this is going back to the um, whole, like, starting an improv and stuff. Like, one of the best ways, I feel like, too, at least for acting, I don't know if this is the same, but, like, if you can get, like, any sort of job in the entertainment industry, like, even if you're just, like – You know, uh, like a a, like a background person or whatever, like someone who's not even super important. Like that's how you get your foot in the door. Yeah. And then you just from there you can you can just like you know people you get you make connections. Um, for one of my classes, I'm advanced video production. Um, I had to do this Mm. enrichment course, and it was um Natalie Portman teaches acting. It was like this two and a half hour like thing, and and she was talking about it. She was like, "That's how I got started." Was like, you know, I wanted to go to um. I think was it was in LA or New York where she wanted to, like, obviously get noticed. It didn't happen, but she, um, you know, she got this, like, little job, you know, working for this um, producer. And then from there, obviously, she's, like, a famous actor. Yeah. Now. So it's one of those things where, like, you know, you got to start somewhere. And so I feel like a lot of people just yeah. give up because they're like, oh, I didn't make it big right away. And,
1: and also, there's a bunch of different I... paths, too. Like, they think the straight road, like yeah. acting, improv, and all that stuff. And honestly, that stuff helps. And you obviously need that. But she, like you said, she worked for the dude instead of taking the path, like the normal path, I guess, or the most popular like yeah. route.
0: Well, it's one of those things where it's like it's so hard to just walk in there and then yeah, just get a deal. Yeah. You know, like you're not going to walk on set right, and be like, right, oh, right. we're going to hire you. You want the lead role? Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, you got to work up yeah. to it. Um,
2: yeah, definitely. Yeah. For sure. And I think like it's anything. like
0: setting up expectations. Yes, 100%. Yeah, people have these, you know, preconceived notions about it before going in. And then they get there right, and they're right, like, right. oh, wait, you mean I'm not going to be famous in two months? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then they, they yeah, quit. Yeah, exactly. You know? exactly. Um, and that's like with anything in life, you know? Like if you want something, you got to work at it. Um, yeah. But I, dude, I definitely like, uh, we'll leave the link to that YouTube channel, um, Pleasanton Live. Cool. Yeah, um, cool, cool. In the cool. show notes. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, Mark a G.
1: That's his <laughs> name, right, Mark? Mark, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> for sure.
0: Yeah um so do you do you play any sports
2: uh i do not i'm a drummer so that's the other thing oh dang okay
0: well drummer boy on the beat (laughs) yep we should get you doing some uh some some background stuff yeah yeah yeah
2: yeah that's what i was saying he's i mean he called me uh, one night and he was with his producer and he was like
1: can you help me write lyrics (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) yeah i think i was there for that i think i remember that i'm a drummer i i don't write lyrics just to help like
2: I'll let me let me I'll He you show me the they ride weren't ride.
1: that bad they' are good I liked
0: them the lyrics yeah yeah, yeah. they're good dude yeah. lyrics are hard to write no
1: they're so hard to
0: write yeah. and then
1: and then How one thing we... too is like if you write them you put like your best lines on one song yeah. so when you try to the next one you're like oh wait I just used everything <laughs> yeah. I had for that yeah, song dude, that's and now so I have true. nothing
0: yeah. <laughs> that's
2: facts
0: yeah yeah that's true so you're a drummer how long have you been drumming?
2: Uh about the about the same amount of time I've been doing stand
0: up. Okay, gotcha. Oh, okay. So
2: four or five years.
0: Interesting. That's that's super cool. Yeah, my cousin who we had on the show um a while back, he, he also plays the drums and he started on the drums and now he plays like a bunch of instruments, but I remember he yeah. got his first drum set and you know, he just like learned and I was like, drums are like really hard to learn. Yeah. And he said they're like one yeah. of the hardest instruments to learn but um yeah. he said it's like a gateway to so many other instruments once you learn drums it's like yeah it's so it's so much easier i to noticed too
1: like that's true because i think kind of everyone did too we all played a bunch of different instruments when we we're younger yeah so that was like kind of the recorder thing. yeah fourth grade but if you get <laughs> when you practice yeah yeah that was like the what is that like the dumbed down flute or something i don't know what it like honestly that's technically yeah, what it, it would is. be
2: <laughs> it's like fl- the flute on crack it's like yeah. the beginner's flute
1: yeah
0: exactly.
1: <laughs> but what's weird is like if you play one instrument it's for some reason it's just easier to play others like to learn them and get the hang of them true yeah like it's just weird and even though it could be completely different it's just for some reason something's about that's like easier to get
0: i think it's because you learn to read music yeah and so then from there it's like i just have to translate this to the um the instrument
1: yeah instead of trying to learn everything exactly yeah exactly
0: Yeah, I remember I played trumpet in 5th and 6th grade. Yeah, yeah, for like the school thing. Yes, for school band. And then I quit because I didn't like band. But I wish I would have kept my trumpet because I loved playing trumpet. Like, it was so much fun. I learned how to play Star Wars. Dude, same. Like, on my own, I I, was
1: like, I watched like one video, and then I'm like, screw it, I can't figure it out. So I just did it (laughs) on myself, and I was like, yeah. I actually learned more, like, by myself after yeah. than, like, what I really even did, like, in the class.
0: Dude, I honestly think trumpet is one of the easier instruments because yeah, there's, only three, there's only three valves. Yeah, vowels. it definitely is. Whereas, like, with guitar, you got to play all these chords. Uh-huh. Guitar is tough. Um, but, yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, I love trumpet. <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I did, like, the little cantina thing. Like the, oh, you did, you did that Yeah, one? I learned how to do, like, the dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we can't sing it, otherwise we're going to get copyright. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no, I learned how to play the, the theme. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome.
2: Yeah. I, I think it's like, once you learn one instrument, it's so much easier to learn another one. Mm-hmm. Um, and with drums, it's like, I know how to read rhythms and I, I consider myself a pretty serious musician, but I don't, I don't know how to, to read regular music. And I, I think I, I really, if you put music in front of me, it would take me like an hour to transcribe it. But <laughs> drum music, I, I, I'll learn that song in an hour. So interesting yeah just reading it and playing it and stuff like that it's it's easier going from one instrument to another so yeah
0: did you uh did you teach yourself how to play or did you take lessons
2: uh i took lessons and i'm still taking lessons from the same guy so gotcha. okay
0: cool yeah my um my brother he he plays piano but he started off just like sort of like learning on his own a little bit and then my parents were like, you got to get lessons. Like you could be good. Yeah. So he got lessons for a while. And then after a while he stopped and like, he just learns on his own now. So I feel like the lessons are good, but like, you know, eventually like you just like pick up on your own. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's just like, yeah, you start learning things for yourself and then, and then it becomes fun. I think
1: the lessons are are good for like learning how to like to, the read the, like the music too. And then like kind of write your own. Mm -hmm. But once you get that down, then when you're on your own, you can definitely, Cause you're, I mean, you're not like bound to the script or whatever it is. You can make your own, your own stuff. Right.
0: Yep. Right. hundred percent. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I got a, I got an interesting question for you. Uh, do you have any money in the okay. stock market?
2: I do not have any money in the stock market. I'm always, if there's one person that comes to mind when I'm like, who should I talk to about the stock market? It's Chase. Yeah. It's yeah. Definitely
0: Chase. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Same. I'm in the same boat. Yeah. Every time I'm with him, he's like. He tells me something new, and I'm like, "Oh, interesting." He's like, I, "All my information, I just yeah. get from him. I don't even have to look into it because it's just like, well, he's my <laughs> right, personal, he's right. my news source." So, <laughs> no, I yeah, there's
1: the market's been crazy too recently. Oh yeah, it's been. I, it's yeah. one thing that's I was so on board with it, but now it's hurting me because people. What's happening is, people are pulling out of big big tech companies mm-hmm. to put their money in those like AMC, GameStop. There's this yeah. new one called Dogecoin. Yeah, my parents put my dad yeah, put in It's it's some... smart because it's like a joke. It was meant as a yes, joke. Right. So people are putting it as a joke, but it like when you get them and people together, there it makes it skyrocket.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But it's gonna yeah, be it, that's funny. Yeah, my dad put it in at seven cents a share. Yeah. And so he's It's he's, at like he, eight now, I think, he, right? He, he, he's hoping nine. he's hoping he's gonna be a millionaire next week.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, some dude put like ten grand in now, he, he, he has eighty three. Really? Yeah. What? But yes, That's but crazy. what sucks about it is that um, at first it was just the millionaires that were losing money. So I was like, right. oh yeah, they control everything anyway. So and yep. it's about it's now time for us to have a little fun, you know? Yeah. But but what's right. happening is that people it shot all those apps like Robinhood and everything to the top. Yes. Like Weeble um, and stuff like that, and because of that, companies like Apple are like not doing so well anymore. And people are pulling money out of Apple and, like, basically I'm in, like, the big ones, like, Tesla, I mean, Tesla and Apple are, like, the two biggest ones I'm in. Yeah. So, I've, like, lost a lot of money recently because people, like, in the past few days, because people pull all their money out of it to put it in these companies. Yeah. So, I mean, this, thankfully, this is, like, a short term. So, like, uh, within a year, Apple and Tesla, they'll all be back up.
0: Maybe um most likely it depends how much tesla how... probably will be but i could see the market as a whole start to go down no yeah
1: years. and within the next few years we'll definitely like danny was saying there will be some setbacks that we didn't yeah. realize but like at first i I'm like, crap this is bad but i'm like oh shoot this is like a short-term thing yeah like i'll be fine because what happens is when people freak out and then they start selling stuff and losing right. all this money, I'm like, dude, don't sell. Like,
0: mm-hmm. that's, Hold on. You can be Hold down on.
1: $150, but you haven't lost that money yet until you sell.
0: Yeah. Like, that's people true. don't get
1: that. Also, when you're on the, like, plus, like, he may be up 400 bucks, but if you haven't sold it, that's not in your pocket yet. Exactly. So you can't be it's, like, it's gambling. Yeah. You know, you it's, can't, like, it's not in your pocket yet. Like, you haven't I, officially got it.
0: I sort of equate it to, like, if you're at a horse race and you bet on a horse and the horse is losing, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean the game's yeah, over you and you've already lost yet. the money. Yeah. Like, you just have to wait for that horse to catch up. Uh-huh. Kind of different, but, like, you know. But, yeah, dying.
1: and, the, and it, you can relate it, too. That it's, like, it's not, it's, the game's not over until you pull out of Somehow it or you finish. That's right. So.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't know. I just, I think there's been a lot of, like, truths revealed this past week. No. About, I, yeah. Just, like, yeah. I don't know. So, I don't know if you listen to Impulsive, um, Logan Paul's podcast, but. Um, a lot of people write him off, but I, he's like, his podcast yeah, is Yeah, that's good. what
1: I don't like about the, that's why, like, when I get mad and people get, like, pissed at Jake, like, regardless of the fighter status, I just don't like we it. We don't have to talk about this. Uh, regardless of the status, I just don't like how people always hate on him no matter what. Yeah. I don't, that's what I get mad about. Obviously, yeah, I, if you're, I'm not one of those kids that think he's gonna knock out Conor McGregor, that's stupid. Like, regard like, set aside his fighting ability. I yeah. think we everyone's on the same page there. I just don't like how people hate on the kid.
0: And honestly, I if you think about it, like Jake should deserve like a, like more grace than Logan because yeah. Logan was the one who you know made the big mistake of going yeah. to the suicide forest yeah. and doing you know. Yeah, so, that was so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anyway, that yeah, so was so bad. Yeah, that was that was his lowest point. But I ever since then he's had like the strongest
1: bounce back. I think of yeah. YouTube like he's, any he's, YouTubers had.
0: Yeah, he's like. He's pretty humble, actually. I think like, that, I like, think...
1: really changed him and kind of, Definitely. like, matured him. I was, like, realizing, crap, my life is on, like, he he what he did without the cameras anyways is already bad. Yeah. But now he's like, crap, I just broadcast and show that to everyone in the world. And, like, my actions don't just affect me and, like, my friends, but literally the world.
0: Yeah, too. right. So
1: it's like, like, he's a celebrity, like.
0: Dude, I remember when he was, he was on Casey Neistat after the Suicide Forest mm-hmm. thing, and he was, like. He was, like, apologizing and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, we don't need your you know, yeah. half-hearted apology. Mm-hmm. Like, just why are you even still here? Mm-hmm. But, like, he meant it. Like, yeah. he's changed a lot. But his his most recent episode yeah. he did, he had um, a Wall Street ex-executive yeah. on.
1: I I didn't see it, but I saw it. I'm like, oh, this is going to be good.
0: Yeah, yeah. And uh, they were just sort of talking about um, everything that's been going on. I was like, this is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how right. I, I kind of feel like you're a Wall Street executive. <laughs> I was like... <laughs>
2: You're trying to relate <laughs> me to I'm your yeah. Wall Street
0: executive. He's my he's my personal Wall Street executive. Tell him Logan about Paul me should
1: talk. interview you, Chase. Yeah, so, yeah.
0: Why aren't you on Impulsive? I don't Dude, know, man. We yeah. should try and get on Impulsive. I think
1: he called me, but I had to do this podcast, so I kind of uh, hop on his priorities. Yeah. All yeah. oh, right, right. You're too expensive.
0: <laughs> no, like, yeah. You're out of his league. But yeah. I Logan did, Paul can't afford him. That's the problem. I do like that yeah.
1: though. How we are now in control of the game if we want to be.
0: Right, which is good. Because which is awesome. I feel like those pe- the corrupt people at the top need to see that. It's like yeah. you know, you don't get to just control the American people the way mm-hmm. you want to.
1: And also that relates back to I think the whole like political is like when we're all fighting each other, we can't get anything done. Yeah. But and when we're together, want. we could literally do anything. Yeah. Like regard right. like That's it's why it's the I, same I, dude, thing. I, like the I, second think... I saw that, I'm like, dude, this like you could relate this to everything.
0: Yeah. Dude, I thought it was funny because I told my parents today. I was like, you know, who would have thought it would be, you know, a bunch of corrupt, um, you know, big tech people and, uh-huh. and companies that would unite the country. Yeah. <laughs> like the the seeing like both like people on the left and the right like unite over you know, yeah. how bad this was uh-huh. and like how how you know the people need to be con- in control of the market. Yeah. It was like, why haven't yeah. we seen this? Like yeah. this is what we need. Exactly. And like, it's like yeah, if we could just relate that to every issue uh-huh.
1: and like come together. Yeah. And it's like, you can always find a middle ground, too, because it's like, yeah, we're not always going to agree on everything, but yeah. you're not going to, but, like, you can always find some sort of middle ground. Yep. So, like, that's just awesome, and I think that, hopefully that wasn't just for us, and many other people saw that, too. Yeah. That, like, when we're together, dude, we can, can accomplish so many things, and so much quicker. Yeah. So, well, that kind of thought led me back to the conspiracy theories a little bit. I'm like, huh, we did talk about this. Are, is the government, or, maybe not the government, but, like, secret societies, trying to get us to fight so they can get control
0: i think the government's trying the the government profits off that yeah because that's how they that's how they wager votes you know if you can if you can find a group take take for example like any group you can think of that has been used as a political weapon for Mm -hmm. forever like that you fill in the blank you know whether it's like the black community or like immigrants or whatever like politicians can use those people as like, Hey, I'm going to do this and this and this, and then you'll vote for me. Mm-hmm. And then when they don't do that, yeah. then they just wait four years and it's like, Oh, nothing happened. And then they're like, Oh, well no, no, you got to vote for us this time. Yeah. And everyone yeah. does it. And it's like, it's sick, you know, mm-hmm. because you just use people so that you can have power.
2: Mm-hmm. Horrible. Especially people in like disadvantages or disadvantaged. Yeah. People. It's
0: yes. it's, re- it's really sad to see. Dude, it's because they're vulnerable. And so, yeah, it, they'll, they'll cling to anyone who appears to have the yeah. hand. Yeah. Even if they don't
1: and not just
2: exploiting them, right? also exploiting like the people who care about them. Exactly. And, right. We're, like,
1: yeah, thinking it's about, totally. You know, yeah. Because there's the so many good thing, people right? out there and it, and it looks like the right thing to do they're Like, yeah. yeah, heck yeah, we, we yeah, want exactly. to fix this. Exactly. So they're just doing what like they think is right. But then next thing you know, oh, well, if you think this, then you're wrong is what those people will tell them. Yeah. And then then they create this whole battle in it that we don't need to have. Yeah. And then while that battle is going on, they just got elected
0: yeah dude there's um uh you know um this one podcast i was to. you know he always talks about like um if you really look at the issues that we're facing in the country it's most people most people agree on it yeah. like 99 percent of people mm-hmm. agree that mm-hmm. these things are either bad or you know that we need to do something or whatever and then it's the mainstream that ends up twisting it or yeah. making it look like something because they make
1: sides in right. like a fight and it's like no exactly. we're all here together 100%. we don't need to be fighting right exactly or like the whole like, like COVID. yeah
0: like 100 percent the, yeah, there you go or like um yeah so i, I don't know if you want to
1: it's just frustrating it like is. It's frustrating. no matter
0: what you really even believe yeah the other problem you know i think is just that like people view other people as like their enemies. Yeah. Um, I'm reading this really good book right now, mm-hmm. um, and it's the the biggest problem is like we don't have a shared sense of values in this country anymore because we are constantly thinking that, you know, just because someone disagrees with us, they're our enemy. Yeah. And it's like, uh, oh, well, you know, no, 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 they, they, they're trying to, you know, do this and this and this. They want to kill the environment. They want to kill, yeah. you know, my family or whatever. And so, you don't have a shared sense of values, so you can never grow as a, you can never come together yeah. as a country because the things that you want. You don't even want the same things. You know, you have some people that want to do this, you know, that want to go in this direction Mm -hmm. and other people want to do this direction. We can't even agree that America is a good country. Yeah, exactly. Like, how are you going to make, how are you going to improve the country if you can't even agree that you love the country?
2: Yeah. 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 And I think that that's one thing that I've noticed a lot is like, one thing that I heard this one pastor say was like, I've seen people marry you know across like religious lines a lot right like a christian will you know marry an atheist but i've very rarely seen people marry across political lines like seeing a democrat marry a republican especially in this day and age is something Uh that's very rare yeah but when we look at the bible the bible's like dude you know do not be yoked with unbelievers you know it doesn't say dude but whatever (laughs) (laughs) yeah and so it's like um it's crazy how like people i just want nothing to do Like I'm afraid of telling people, like I'm not a Trump supporter, but if I was, I I would be afraid to tell people that I was a Trump supporter. And that's, that's really is a very poor, like reflection of our country and the state that our country is in, right? Where it's like, if I say that I'm a Trump supporter, I'm literally going to get canceled. Yeah. People don't even want to hear what I have to say. Like that is really scary to me. Same Um, as
1: like anything, like if... Like you're part of the LGBTQ like community, you like I feel right. like you'd be terrified of right. getting like made fun yeah. of and stuff too. Sure. So you can find that and like everything. Yeah. And I think like, it, it since it's for both like I don't want to say sides because I don't like saying sides. I really don't like that saying that at all.
0: I I feel like now there's multiple. It's not even two sides.
1: But like there's for just being a like for on both. All sorts of beliefs. Everyone kind of has their own like tender spot or whatever, like yeah. that they're scared of. Yep. So instead, they go and attack other people's. Yep. So to defend Dude, so like good. theirs. Yeah. So good. So, like, if, yeah, like, that's what bullies if you're a Trump do. supporter, you're going to go attack those people because you don't want them to make fun of you. Dude, that's what bullies do. It's, yeah. it's just a big yeah. bullying thing. Right, right. And I exactly. feel like it would, yeah. so much of it would be gone if social media and whoever it is is would stop influencing it. And yes. I, I think. If we were to get, see past that and come together, like the unimaginable things would happen within the next hundred years, and so many big issues be solved.
0: Yeah, and I mean it would it, just be insane the, how much
1: better the world would be.
0: The whole like the way that the media and just the mainstream as a whole, like the mainstream culture, they like to select an extreme end of mm-hmm. one group and then say, and then 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 say that's that everyone is the whole group and say that's everyone. And so you know what they'll yeah. do is they'll they'll look at riding whoever's writing, and they'll uh-huh. say, this represents everyone that believes this. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, yeah. so you yeah, mean yeah, someone yeah, that doesn't yeah. think, someone that didn't vote for who I voted for wants, you know, to kill people? Yeah. Oh, okay, well, I hate that. Yeah, exactly. You know? yeah. It's like, yeah. And so if you look actually at, like, the majority of Americans actually think America is, is a pretty good place. Mm-hmm. And the majority of Americans yeah. think that they are they live in one of, the like, the freest times that they've ever lived in. Yeah. Because we've been able to, you know, do so many great things over our history. And so it's one of those things where, like you take the fringe, like extremists, and you make that as, you paint that as like how that's everyone, mm-hmm. and it's one I of those things agree. where it's like, why, yeah, just because you make money off of it. I,
1: that's all. What it's it's everyone at the end of the day wants to make money, and the people that profit the most are the ones that are willing to do that.
0: It's so yeah. sad. That's exactly.
1: my, my, my One of my teachers told me this. He's like, if you want to get rich, you have to be willing to like rich fast you have to be willing to take advantage of other people. And yeah. it's like, obviously yeah. there's so many ways you can get rich besides that. But he's like, if you want to pretty much guarantee getting rich, you you have to be willing yeah. to take advantage of people. And he's like, I don't think that's the right thing to do. And I don't really think anyone thinks it is, but if that, it's true, mm-hmm. like if you want to get rich and famous or whatever, you're going to have to take it. One way to do it would be taking advantage of other people. True. So it's like, that sucks. Yeah. That really does suck. But there are the people that do that. And like you said they're the news or whoever it is yeah and i yeah i agree i also think that like
2: just you know being like just me being a christian right and seeing like okay last weekend or or i think it was this this monday um i watched the movie easy a with aubrey and adrian oh yeah yeah. twin sister and yeah, so with Emma Stone, right? And yeah. so you guys know what I'm talking about if you've seen this movie. Yeah. So the Christians in that movie are arguably the funniest characters.
0: Oh, yeah. 100%. But the reason they're
2: so funny is because it's accurate and that's the scary thing. Yeah. And it's yeah. also like they see these extreme examples of people who are judgmental, who are idiots, who are hypocrites. And I guarantee you everybody who isn't a Christian watching that goes like, oh, yeah, that's how all Christians are. And yeah. as a Christian, I'm sitting here going, wait, what? yeah but i also don't want to be hypocritical right and so mm-hmm. it's like i hear a bunch of things about people like like mormons and seeing all this stuff the media portrays about them and i have a mormon friend so what i try to do is say you know this is what i hear you know talking to him like this is what i hear about um you know mormon beliefs but i want to take it from the source exactly because 100%. It's, if you go to media or if you go to the internet or whatever You're going to get a very extremist view of this culture or this group. And just being a Christian, like I've experienced that.
1: That's with everything, honestly. Yeah. 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 You need to go to the source, the actual source, and not really. Because if you, like you said, if you were to just take what the media says or whoever says without actually going to the source, then you're going to have all these. You're going to, even if you sub, you're probably most likely going to subconsciously do it. But you already have a formed, like, opinion. Or whatever you think about it, right? Like just automatically. So like if you, you're we could do, to get
2: what you want to hear.
1: Yeah, if we could all do a better job of, make because the news isn't like bad. Like it's not terrible. It's just when it when that's the only thing you listen to, and you believe everything, and you don't really see the big picture of like the reasons why they do it. Yeah. Or. Yeah. Like, just I don't know. Just go to the actual source and find out on your own. About whatever dude, like, any
0: topic, inquire ever. about it. like come to them with like genuine, yeah, like a genuine urge to understand, yeah, as opposed to like, so tell me why I'm right, you know, yeah, because I feel yeah. like people yeah. do that all the time yeah. where it's like, I know this and this and this, and so therefore I need you to reinforce my belief. Mm-hmm. It's the confirmation bias, yeah. you know, like we do research and we specifically, you know, try to, um, you know, find sources and stuff that support what we believe. So, mm-hmm. if, for example, if I'm trying to find like, information on, um, you know, like, I'm going to go something super non-controversial here. Uh, if we're trying to find, like, you know, the best podcast demographics. And mm-hmm. I look up Think Tank podcast, best podcast, like, demographics. Mm-hmm. Then, it, you know, yeah. for if yeah. we were, like, bigger or whatever. Then it would, like, show me, like, our numbers. And I'd be like, oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Whereas if I looked at, you know, best podcast demographics 2021. Then it would show me a list of, like, all the best podcasts. Mm-hmm. And ours wouldn't be up there at mm-hmm. all. And so it's one of those things yeah. where it's like, yeah. you need to do research where it's like the keywords that you put in and you're like, you know, actually talking to people. Like you're not, you're not just trying to get what you want to hear out of them. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. For sure. Yeah, dude, that yeah. movie is actually, I'm really glad you brought that up because um, we watched that in class one time for something. But uh, yeah, dude, the Christians in that movie is like, it's the stereotypical, like judgmental like, it's are so above life. everyone else. Yeah. The mentality. Like, yeah. we're here to help you. Like, we're not yeah.
1: here, like we're not here to help you, but it's like, we're better than you and
0: we're gonna like, yeah, show gonna you every, what's up. Exactly. Dude, the funny thing is though, like, I have never met an actual Christian like that. Like, yeah. I've but, seen it. But it only takes one, sadly. Yeah. It's true.
1: Exactly.
2: Like, I have a bunch of, there's a bunch of people out there who it's like, their dad's, you know, dad was a jerk and he was a Christian. And so yeah. now they don't believe Yeah. in Christianity. They don't want to have anything to do with it. So it takes one, right? Yeah. And it takes one movie or one media influence for people to be like, wow, Christians are all jerks. And it's like, so just like in that movie, you know, it was like, there's a higher power out there that will judge you for your indecency. <laughs>
0: yeah. And I was like, come on. Yeah, I was like, that's totally- not the point. You're missing the <laughs> point. <laughs> yeah exactly yeah Um, dude no that's so so, true why do we do that why do we take like you look at a person and it's like oh this person was was not very nice or not very good so therefore everything they believed in was also bad yeah like you know i can i can believe in good things and not be a very good person the same way i can believe in some bad things and be a good person yeah you know right Right. so dude that's that's so good yeah um yeah it it This remind me um of something so uh, I don't know if you, you obviously probably know who Joe Rogan is. Yeah. Yeah. So he had on, um, Tulsi Gabbard on his show, who's obviously a, um, um, uh, you know, she's a politician, but, uh, you know, she was talking okay. about like how toxic government is mm-hmm. in America and like her experience, like when she goes and talks to, um, cause she's a, she's a Democrat, she's part of the Democrat party. But when she goes and, like, talks to, you know, Republicans in Congress or whatever, mm-hmm. just, like, having a friendly conversation. Yeah, it's like, like she gets She gets side-eye from, like, other it's like Democrats. Impossible. It's so dumb. And she said, you know, you walk into, like, the Senate floor, and, like, everyone is, like, in their little cliques. It's, like, little groups of people. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, Judging other people. It's uh-huh. like, what is this? Like, middle school? Uh-huh. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, th- I mean, it's so crazy. Like, and I was listening, and I was like, dang, I never, I mean, I guess I could have guessed it, but, like, I never would have thought that.
1: You don't really realize adults. it to the full
0: extent. Yeah, of it. grown adults who are supposed right. to be serving the people are doing mm-hmm. this. Like you gotta be kidding me. Yeah. And so I feel yeah. like there yeah. just needs to be like a huge like change in the culture. Like yeah. you you gotta you gotta change the culture before you can change the politics. Yeah and the laws. Because yeah. that's good. that's what's gonna affect it. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know, you gotta like you gotta change people's minds and change people's hearts because, you know, we still view each other like as as enemies and like as you know as this side this side you know red blue right left so it's like why
1: yeah it's it's also like imagine a religion too like you said you're friends with like a mormon you're not looking at him differently than other people exactly we all have our same, just like religion we all have our own beliefs yeah we can just get along yeah just fine but why can't we do this when it comes to this yeah
0: yeah. dude and it doesn't even like that doesn't why is that the conting like why is that the contingency for your relationship like i know i know people who are i'm I'm friends with people who are mormon i'm friends with people who are muslim i'm friends with you know all sorts of people and it's like that is not what our relationship is based on like i'm not friends with you know like it's like oh okay this person is this religion let me just check off this box you know it's like i'm friends with you because you're a good person or because i like spending time with you and so i do like what did jesus do a hundred percent like (laughs) right
2: looking at jesus jesus wasn't like let me hang out with everybody who agrees with me because guess what at that time nobody agreed with him. Uh because he flipped things upside down in a way like even his disciples had no idea half the time what he was talking about and a lot of time he was like bro are you even paying attention right now it was a metaphor like get it right exactly (laughs) yeah like you know it's just unrealistic for us to be like
1: like a bird in the sky (laughs) it's like get it yeah exactly exactly yeah
0: yeah, Wait, dude, is there an and, actual bird? And it's like no. <laughs> and and even just like like Jesus didn't hang out with like the the holy leaders at the time or the Pharisees. Like the Pharisees right, looked right, down right, on right, him right. because he hung out with the peasants, yeah, and the poor people. And it's like yeah, you really want yeah. to be a Pharisee? Like those guys were not cool, like mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, and so that's like that's like the thing. Like we gotta we gotta be willing to like go outside our comfort zone and like meet new people and like talk to them and like hear their experiences and stuff because we're you know human nature is just to like group up in a community of like-minded people yeah so that's typically why you'll see like a group of you know people who think a certain way that will just they'll they'll be together and they'll Uh form communities and their life around each other because that's what we do that's like our human nature but like you got you got to get out of your comfort zone to like experience yeah other people's Mm -hmm. experiences too and i totally
1: think that's fine having
0: go ahead luke No yeah, go
1: ahead, go ahead. Um, I said I totally think it's fine having your own group with like-minded people. Sure, yeah. But it's just when it it really depends on how you see the other people. Yeah. That's really what it comes down to is how do you look at them? Yeah. Because if you look at them as just anyone else, that's then yeah, of course you're gonna have your own groups, your friends, everything. That's totally fine. But it's when you look at other people, no matter I don't know if they look different, they talk different, whatever it is. It's when you how do you look at them when they're like that? that starts, defines it starts everything. when you're
0: young yeah it starts in school with like the popular kids hanging yeah, out here or like the ones who
1: are good at basketball or yeah,
0: whatever the, you got all the athletes and then you got like all the theater kids and then uh-huh. you got like the quote-unquote weird kids you know yeah and it's like yeah. and then there's like that yeah. one group of girls that's like, <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> but like um it's one of those things where you know that's fine but like don't let that sort of like harden your um heart and like make you look at other people yeah. look down on other people because yeah. they're yeah, not like you yeah
2: yeah and i think like so what i what i have done like in regards to you know make like grouping and stuff like that i think so i have a very you know tightly wound group of like close close friends um and those are all people who agree with me closely so like you know i i'm i'm in a small group with like four or five guys and those are you know that's like my type tight circle of uh-huh. people who I trust and who yeah. agree with me and who will pray, you know, with me about different stuff. But it's, it's also like, if I were to just stay in there, you know, we wouldn't get anything done for Jesus, right? We, we would yeah. not reach people. We would not do anything like that. Yeah. And so it's like, this is my core, but I also have, you know, hundreds, I've not, obviously not hundreds, but like, I have a bunch of different friends, you know, who believe different things for me and it's great. But, you know, if I'm trying to go back to my, you know, my core and who I know will center me and those people aren't all Christians, right? Not, not, not all, not everybody who I believe is going to keep me centered are just Christians, but most of the time, you know, it's people who I believe are going to look at the world in the same way I am, but also from a different perspective with different life experiences. Right. So
0: yeah, totally. Yeah. That's the other important distinction. I'm not saying like, you know, we got to like split off and like, you know, venture out. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm saying yeah, like, no, you, know. you do want to make sure you have like that, uh-huh. that smart. Cause like, if you don't have like those close buddies where you like can go to battle with, then you're going to, you're going to fall to everything. Yeah. Like you're going to fall to the world. You're yeah. going to fall to other people's beliefs. Cause you're not, you don't have like a firm foundation. So that's true. You do need to make sure you have like that community. Yeah. Like I, yeah. for me personally, like, d- like small groups is like one of the best things. Yeah. Just like being able to get yeah. together. And, and it doesn't have here.
1: to even be like talking about like God necessarily, but being able to connect yeah, you yeah, just kind of reflect on the week.
0: Yeah. That also helps a lot too. Being able to open up about in one Yeah, what's yeah. On being your able to life,
1: open
0: up. Yeah.
2: 100%. Yeah, I think it's also just like a skill that has been so lost, especially mm-hmm. among men, right? It's like whenever we say something, you know, nice to to another guy, we have to say no homo, right? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like being nice. So right? true. Like, being nice is considered gay? Looking what? cute today, buddy.
0: Dude, like, dude, I I saw this meme and it was the best thing ever. This guy took a picture of a recliner and he was like, "This looks really comfortable, no homo." And then someone responded and was like, "Fellas, is it gay to be comfortable?" He was like, "Really? Like what?" Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly.
2: And it's like we need it. We need it like deframe that like toxic masculinity of like uh, uh, i feel uncomfortable hugging a guy i think it, I yeah like yeah
1: it all starts as a joke dude and the next thing you know it's like oh crap i have to say it now every right. every single time yeah, dude the,
0: the, the one that really really pisses me off though is when it's like if you're even remotely nice to a girl they're yeah. like simp yeah. and simp and i'm like wait a minute what happened to like being chivalrous yeah like is that lost yeah, on society exactly. i what hate that
2: a compliment right like, yeah exactly it's just a compliment it's it's not like oh you know now i want to like make out with you <laughs> no, said Simba. oh like, thanks no, for the mean, comment so, so when's the wedding yeah. like, dude yeah. i just hold the door Ooh, open you think Come i on. did a good job on this test huh let's, uh, <laughs> let's meet up later like, <laughs> <no. Menchie? laughs>
0: yeah. that's good exactly yeah dude i um, uh, i think that's from i think that's part of the, the culture too though is because the culture like like mm-hmm. you know promulgates this idea of like oh well you know like like, you know, men aren't supposed to, you know, be not like women are, are capable and stuff. And it's not that women aren't capable of holding the door open. It's just that, like, that's the nice thing. It's to like
1: do. a gesture. Yeah. Like a it's nice. A, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But you it's know, like, are it's, you
1: are
2: you calling me lesser than? Yeah. I don't know, I'm just I, like, yeah, I, I think yeah, it's yeah, all
1: yeah. happened to us where we've opened the door and they say, I can do it myself. Yeah. It it's like, like oh, dude, I was just trying to be nice. Like, I was <laughs> just trying to be nice. Right. Yeah.
2: Like, do you want us to be like rude to you? I'm not rude. Like, they're not, like, be rude to me, but they're, like...
1: It just says like, it in a okay, way where it kind if of discourages you. Yeah.
2: Like, you don't want us to treat you exactly the same way we treat our guy friends.
0: And yeah. we don't want you to treat
2: us exactly the same way you treat your girlfriend. Exactly. Right? Because yeah. that's
0: just... Dude, yeah, that's the thing. It just, it, it just doesn't work. It was, like, do you really want, it? like, guys to treat you the way they treat other guys, like, yeah. in a locker room? I, I want you really push you, like, around and, like... Like, that is not a society that I want to live in. Me neither. Yeah. Me yeah but right? then and it's, it's like, like a fine girls line can do
2: good girls can do everything guys can do and guys can do everything girls that's that's just not true i'm yeah just, it's i'm not, sorry about that dude.
0: there are biological differences between men and women uh-huh. and th- exactly. they're great differences exactly. like, yeah the fact that a woman can grow a human life inside yeah. of her is amazing and like that's yeah. just disregarded yeah. nowadays like it's right. like why do you want to make men and women the same when there are unique differences yeah exactly that are, that are amazing about yeah. each other we should and celebrate we those, lose
2: differences. those Yeah, right. And once we, right, so it's like culture. It's like the same thing with like race, yeah. right? So it's like, why don't we hold the same standard with race? It's like, well, I wake up and I feel like I'm a woman, even though I'm a man. So does that mean a white guy can wake up and say, I feel like I'm black, so I'm black? Like, Exa- no, no black. yeah, totally. We would never accept that. We would never accept that. But it's the same logic, right? So it's like, you know, that's that's I, really I, good. I feel this way about myself, right? Yeah. And it's like. Yeah, that's Facts so true. Facts don't care about your feelings, right? There you right go. Ben Shapiro, right? Ben Shapiro. Like, <laughs> Mr. Ben Shapiro, my man. my man right there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what does it say? Facts yeah, don't care about talk. your feelings, something like that? Yeah. That's what he says, right? Yeah. yeah. It's so yeah. true. That's and I think one. it's really hard for people to get that because they're used to the environment where, and I don't, I didn't really necessarily agree with that at first, and I still, I'm, I'm not like fully on board, but like we are, have gone pretty soft lately as a, like, oh, as the yeah. world. Like, Dude, oh, yeah. Like 100. we are a lot, we are way more like, I don't know because it, again it's start off from good intentions. People were getting bullied. No, we don't like that. That's yeah. that's bad. But then you but raise then your you take kids it way that way too far, and it, it just I mean I don't know. It, it sucks because like all started great, it was good intentions, and it always was until we just took it a little bit too far, and then like you said, it went down the line of the parents and they taught their kids like. And then now it's, you could say anything to someone and then they get offended by it. And then they yeah. go like, it's well, like,
0: dude, the, the other thing is we don't teach personal responsibility. I saw this meme the other day. Sorry. I'm just all over the place with <laughs> the memes, but uh, it was this cartoon yeah. picture and it was said the, the first one was 1960 and it was this teacher and the parents and they were asking the kid, they were like, why'd you get this, this grade, this bad mm-hmm. grade on the test? And then it said 2020 and it was the parents asking the teacher, yeah. why did he get this bad grade on the test? Uh-huh. It's like. Why aren't we holding yeah. each other like, why are we holding our kids responsible and like raising good young men and women? Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah, yeah, man. I don't know.
2: And and also, it's like, why are we, you know, why, 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 why did like other people like, okay, I people can make whatever decisions they want to, but those decisions don't dictate what other people say, right? Exactly. Transgender, I'm going into. Like I'm trying to watch what I say here because this is a very dangerous field. But yeah, you, you know, know <laughs> like you do. Maybe I'm just gonna hold back on this one. But it's like, do you know whatever you do, whatever you want. But like, I, I mean, it. It's like it's like where's the cutoff point? Where do we not yeah. say right? Because everybody's like, my own moral standard is something that I make up for myself, and people should decide what's right for themselves. And I'm gonna yep. use an extreme example here, which is annoying because this is everybody's extreme example. But like Hitler, everybody, it, that's, it's always that. It's always, it's always like, Hitler. Yeah. What yeah. about Hitler? Dude,
0: every. <laughs> they're like, dude, well, okay, but like genocide, bro. It's like.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's like, but like Hitler, he created his own moral code for himself. He said, Germans equal good and Jews equal bad. And, and so what did he do with that? He just. Y'all yeah, know where went that and, went. And, and what happened
1: with that? Exactly. And yeah. so
2: he's like, do you really believe that there are no moral constants at all? Like, do you really believe that? Because if you do, then I can do whatever I want. Um, but if you don't, then you agree that there is something moral that is outside of yourself.
0: Yep. But and then so you have anybody to say. That believes in moral con- then you have to say what yeah, where it comes that? from. Exactly.
2: Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And so, anybody who believes in moral constants, it's really it's really hard for you to prove that that you don't believe in God. Because no. Yeah. Totally. And
1: I think science from. is like gone to the point where you can literally scientifically prove god's existence too and, and like yeah, if yeah. like if not maybe oh well it's not the christian god
0: you can at least prove of a power. of a
1: creator of some sort no matter yeah. that that's in, in, undeniable
0: yeah. The, the, yeah the biggest thing dude for me with that um, i'm really glad you brought that up because i ask this question to my atheist friends all the time mm-hmm. is is okay well do you think it's okay to kill people and Yeah, like, oh, of course not i was like well why not like, if we yeah. are just clumps of cells, randomly mm-hmm. here, there's no point to our life, What what is stopping me from going back to tribalism mm-hmm. and animal instincts and killing you because you are you stand in my way? Uh-huh. There's nothing stopping yeah. me, and there shouldn't be, right? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. we're
1: all... We're just atoms floating around and whatever. Exactly. We're, yeah. we're, just, we're yeah. just a waste. Yeah, exactly. we're, just, we're taking Particles up air. In motion. We're just yeah.
0: waiting for our time to die. Yeah. So, who yeah. cares what I do? And that's the biggest thing. If yeah. you... Um, like, even the most world-renowned atheists will acknowledge that the whole moral subjectivity where, like, we create our own morals, they... I forget who it was exactly. I, I don't think it was... Um, uh, was Who was it? It was um, some famous atheist. I'll have to look it up. Um, I mean, Neil deGrasse Tyson or something? He, he, <laughs> no, I don't no, know. No. Like, no. that's no. the only dude I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it was Richard Dawkins, actually. So he was asked, so you're an atheist, so does that mean that, like, with your... Worldview on uh, moral subjectivity: Would it be wrong to rape somebody? Mm-hmm. And he admitted. He said, "No, with my worldview, I cannot say that it is morally reprehensible mm-hmm. to rape somebody because there is no moral code." Yeah. And it's like, well, yeah, because you don't answer to anybody, mm-hmm. and within your worldview, there is no, there is no sovereign king or sovereign judge, so you can do what you want, and it shouldn't matter. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's so interesting like atheists put so much value on human life but why yeah like right. why right why does our, our without a higher power or like a, a calling or a purpose humans have no value so yeah there, it's it's like yeah. it's one of those where I don't know I, I love apologetics by the way yeah. I think I could like research that all the, all the time I kind
1: of asked this question yeah. too I'm like because why do so many scientists? And, like explorers why are they all atheists and like i i would think you would think that they would most of them would believe in like god, some sort of god because like they see this they see space they look at everything it's like how could they not mm-hmm. and my dad said this and it was super super true is like because they are like pure fact like people and they don't believe they don't like to believe in something that, that like they can't physically like see or feel. Yeah. It's like well, you can. Yeah. But it's like but for them, if it, like because I can scientifically prove God. It's like well, nothing something can't come from nothing. That's impossible. Right. And literally, that's how they say our universe was made. It's just a, a, a explosion of whatever. It's like yeah, you. I can tell you right now who caused that, and that's probably exactly how God would do it. it would be an explosion of like crazy yeah. events. The Big Bang, the Big Bang theory is, honestly, I, I feel like that would, would be exactly how God would create the universe. It's just an explosion yeah, totally of like of life, but it's like with they they say, was, light, yeah. right? they say there was yeah they say there was nothing yeah. before that, so you ha- there had to be right. something to cause that.
0: Well, the, the yeah, I mean, they say there was space, but like, what about before that? <laughs> what <laughs> you know? yeah, like, well, in, what's with, caused the
1: space? What's the yeah. whole, what's space itself? Like there, there
0: has to be a starting point for anything for a. Um, really like secular well yeah anything but like um, with god obviously he has he always has been always will be yeah that one confuses me um because like for humans like i can understand forever because it just keeps going well actually i I don't even understand
1: i personally can't even understand forever because it's like when i think of like we're gonna be in heaven forever and i really sit there and think about it i'm like uh because all we know is a start and an ending everything that we know ends at some point true so like for me Maybe other people can understand it better, but when I think about, like, forever and I just see imagine my imagine my head a line just continuing and going on, never stopping, I can't – like, my head just hurts because I'm
0: like, it will never end. Yeah. Like, it never ends. Yeah, yeah I know, dude. Like, yeah. It's what? crazy. I think, though, that, like, with the ending point, it's easier – than, a, than to try and justify never having a starting point because we're already here yeah so like we're already at a, a given place in uh-huh. time and so for that to just keep going not that it makes sense to us because we're human but like it it would um theoretically uh, just, I mean, it would just it mean would just would just keep happening the thing that I can't wrap my head around is the no starting point because like how like when did you come to be then you know it's interesting um,
1: right right no, yeah, yeah. totally. I, but I was gonna let me finish this last point. For those people, the scientists, it's for them to, to believe in God. He literally has to physically come down and like in front of their face, give them a high five or whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah, do you no matter exactly. what you say, you really can't prove it to them, which sucks because they're totally like facts, and it's like, oh, seeing is believing, and all this stuff, you know. Right. Which. Yeah, exactly. It, so yeah, but I mean, it's so much to talk about. It's yeah. Awesome. I loved having you on the podcast. Aww. Yeah, dude, we're going to have to oh, yeah, get you back really. on because yeah.
0: we could probably talk for another hour. I would hour. love that, dude. Oh, this yeah. We'll, awesome. we'll definitely get a part two, two awesome. for all you TikTokers out there dude. that like to watch <laughs> oh, those part twos, sure, part yeah, threes, and part sure. fours. <laughs> the never-ending chain, for sure. Yeah, it's um, been great. I really, yeah.
1: I really enjoyed it, guys.
0: Of course, yeah. Thanks awesome. for coming on. Um, where can people yeah. find you? I know you said you don't have social media, but... Um,
1: plug the improv stuff again, whatever, whatever you want people to find you or see your stuff on. Yeah, okay.
2: So... I, um, I do have a YouTube channel, and I chase. I don't know if you see this, but I I did uh, write a, a knockoff book. I wrote a book, um, and I did not talk about this. I I didn't know if I was going to or not, but it was it was it was a book a little bit about apologetics. Like it was it was very just like drive-by attempt to see if I could reel anybody in for the gospel, and yeah. mm-hmm. you know it, it did actually it actually ended up my my one of people who was really close to me listen to the book, listen to the audio book. And it actually ended up leading them to Jesus, which is super cool. thing. But I do have a YouTube channel. Yeah, so it was was cool. But I do have a YouTube channel. uh, And so I, I, you know, maybe I'll send it to you and you can link it in. Um, But I'm probably going to be I might post some stuff about you know, some comedy stuff on there. And also (laughs) Pleasanton Live. If you can go probably the suggested accounts, I'll send you the creatures of impulse account. And so that any shows that we get, you know, you guys can check that out. But yeah, that's where you can
0: find. Awesome. Yeah, we'll go that's ahead and link awesome. those in the show notes. Um, dude, uh, thanks again for coming on. Yeah, this is one of the best. episodes. I, yeah, I loved, totally I loved it. I loved it. It was great. Yeah, it was great. Me too. We'll have to have you on again. Uh, don't forget, today's episode yeah. is brought to you by Anchor. Um, I'm your one host, and only? the one and only Anchor. Easy podcasting for free. Go ahead. And Super easy. Go to Anchor.fm today. Make your own podcast for free. That's for free. No cost. There's yeah, no you don't got no. Yeah, this isn't none of those like those tri- things they try to trick you with. No, no. Next no. thing
1: you know, you got to pay for a subscription, but the app to download is free. Right, yeah, none, no. of this, this none of that. It's none of that,
0: dude. You just make your podcast, and then you can upload whenever you want. Mm-hmm. So go right now to anchor.fm and make your first podcast today. Well, I'm your host Ethan, and I'm your host Chase, and we'll see you guys next week on the Think Tank.
1: Thanks for listening to the Think Tank. If you like what you heard, subscribe and leave a review. Follow us on
0: Instagram using the link in the show notes. Our intro and outro music is recorded by Corbin Finn. See you next time.